Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Port Charles Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me that, this week, I've got Dylan and Nick. Say hello, everybody. Hey, y'all. Hey, guys. All right. So we are jumping into our news. First things first, the writer strike is over. GH writers returned to work last Wednesday. And we will probably see Chris and Dan's material back on our screens inside of a month. What are our thoughts? I am happy that the writers are getting paid. That part. Not However. those particular writers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy that the they came to a close. I'm happy that they struck a deal. I am praying hard that what's the names? Chris and Dan, Dan and Chris. Don't just shit all over well, the little bit of goodness I just got. <laughs> I'm scared, y'all. I'm scared. Yeah. 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 I'm, 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 I'm happy for the writers, though. Yeah, I'm happy for the writers. I'm. I. I don't know what this means for GH. As nervous as we were for the scabs when they started, I think I'm just as nervous for Chris and Dan to come back. Because we were, we were worried the scabs were going to fuck up shit. Because we were in a decent-ish place. If I remember correctly, when the strike started, like we were getting ready for some stuff to kind of pop off. And we were hoping for some good stuff with Sabrina. And we were kind of worried that the strike writers would ruin that momentum. And thankfully, they did not. Um, but now I'm still stuck in that scared place. I would like to not be in that scared place anymore. Yeah, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just scared. Like, <laughs> honestly, um, I, I just want them to keep things moving because that, for me, is like the biggest thing that the um writers in the interim did. They actually moved story forward. Yeah, and so I would like for us to keep that going because it's been nice. Let's hope this rest and reset that they were forced to take by the strike has them re-energized, and they will translate that energy onto the screen by continuing to move story. We can all be hopeful, right? And we have a little bit of casting news before we jump into our critical cases. Um, we have yet another Molly recast as Grandma Molly has retired and Kristen Vagados is now playing the role. She was not that, okay. I don't like that. Like, I know we've been making jokes or whatever, but y'all are kind of dragging it. The girl was not even 40. The problem, she wasn't, the problem wasn't that she was old. She wasn't old. She wasn't a grandma. She, none of that. She was just too old for the part that they cast her in. Yeah. That yeah, was that's it. True. That was all. Y'all are getting a little ageist, a little sexist. It's not cute anymore. Fair. I I wish they would like let us know. Like Yeah, <laughs> it's a little shit. jarring at this point. They just be doing shit and don't be saying nothing. <laughs> they they keep and they keep doing it. Like say we're actively casting or just put out a casting call. We can use our brains to figure out who they're casting. But like we don't we didn't know anything. And they just I'm I hope this one sticks, but I've someone pointed out that none of the recasts Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Technic have been actual like contracted actors. And um they haven't even I'm, been listed in the recurring section either. So they're literally working and not getting credited. They're just temper. They're just temporary. I I don't know what that means. Someone said they think it means that they're waiting to see how Haley's trial pans out to see if she can come back, but I don't know. I guess I'm I'm ta- I'm mollied out. I'm tired of musical mollies. It's all it's, it's it's a new one every every freaking day. It's a new one. Now, granted, I'm I'm relieved that we have we seen we seem to have a like one that fits the role better. But um, Taj Bella deserves has it paid because I was gonna say it's <laughs> give him and, and, the sun, the moon, and the stars because every time he showed up to work, he got to act with a new leading lady. 
and and I gotta give him credit because like he's making it work. He's doing the best he can. And it's kind of reminding me, and Dylan, you may remember this because you were probably watching days when this happened. You remember how before we settled on Renee, we had a few different Lexis? Yeah. And Abe had to make Abe and Lexi work. <laughs> James Reynolds had to make Abe and Lexi work with every single Lexi. Yeah, it can be it 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 could be a lot. I I feel bad for Brickham Smith because I don't think that she was a bad actress. I just think she, wasn't. she was miscast. And I think that had she been in a more appropriate part, she might have had a chance at being like successful. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded if she played the surrogate. Surrogate hell, she could be Lulu if they want. Somebody else said that too. She's the right age. She's not a bad actor. I'd allow it. And honestly, I just feel like, okay, if they're not finding what they need, which is wild, because you would think finding, yeah, because you would think finding an actress in her mid-20s in L.A., would not be that difficult um but like if they're not finding the right person for the part i feel like because i feel like they could have like shelved the storyline yep or at least that they could have picked back up later when they had their person because they even i forget which molly it was at the time but there was a point in which they discussed pausing having a child holiday that was holiday okay i couldn't yeah. remember at which point and that's the happened. one i liked i don't know if i like I this li- one yet. we haven't seen her enough yet because they can because like they can fold tj into like his family drama mm-hmm. so that taj still has something to do which he's know? been weirdly absent from it's not weirdly absent he's never involved <laughs> he's never involved in that and story. It's never, it's and it's never not weird. It's it's weird, like the big it's big picture weird. But when you think of their behavior with that particular character, it's not weird at all. Yeah, it's cons- it, it's, consistent, it's consistent, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what they put him on contract for. If they weren't really going to be like having him drive story. Was it just for that Willow has cancer storyline? I get to keep the secret. That's it. That sucks. You know, I saw a picture of um, Caitlin McMullen. This is random as hell on Twitter a few days ago, and I thought it was Molly. And I was like, "Damn, she probably should have been Molly. They already had chemistry." Wasn't she? Was she in the picture with Kate Mansey? And no, it was just uh, her. By her it was her by it was herself. Just her by it was herself. like a side profile, and I thought it was Haley. But it wasn't. It was it was Caitlyn. I'm like, damn, she she genuinely should have been Molly. Could you imagine if she was Molly and he was still TJ? That would have been great. That would have been. Uh, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, I hope she sticks around for longer than like three episodes. Yeah. Like, I'll give her a chance. I'm kind of scared to get attached now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> It's not that hard. It's really not. Like, I want them to stop playing. Like, I don't... I don't understand why, like... Because usually if it's if it's that hard to find a recast, you keep trying. But the said character you're trying to recast is not usually currently airing as you're trying to recast them. Because, like, it took us forever to get Marcy in the role as Abigail over on Days because they couldn't they were holding out for a different actress and then that didn't pan out. So then they kept having to do casting calls till they found the right person. But in the meantime, Abigail was just gone for nearly a year. Yeah. Like they could have, they could have briefly written Haley out, explain it in a good way. Maybe she went to visit her father. We would love to see I was going to say like, she literally (laughs) could have disappeared, disappeared and sent, is sent TJ a text saying like I need time to process everything that we just found out. I'm going to visit my dad. I love you. Yeah. 
And instead... In the meantime, you try to figure out someone that fits the role and then bring them back. But to swap out actors, actresses in the middle of a storyline we're supposed to care about this frequently is wild. Which makes me very nervous for any other recasts that are potentially coming. And we know that a Spencer recast will likely be coming at some point once Nicholas leaves to go shoot his Netflix show. The thing with him, I think they may rest the character before they jump into it. I think they care too I think right now it seems like they care a lot about Spencer. I think they'll rest the character before they rush into it. I think they'll do what they did with Nicholas. I'm not saying it'll be a long one. But I think they'll rest the character before they recast it. I just don't know if Spencer will be in the place that they can rest him, which is my only concern. And if we are going to recast him, I don't want a revolving door of Spencer's until Nicholas comes back. Oh, baby, Nicholas ain't coming back. I'm just, I'm I'm sorry. He ain't coming back. Once he leaves, he's out. Well, if he leaves before his contract is up, he has to come back to finish out his contract. Because they're letting him take a break. They're not letting him leave early. Well, yeah. But after that's over, because that's over next summer. I think he filmed his first scenes in April. So I think he's going to be gone by the spring and he'll be airing probably until July. It's going to be... I would just be very, like... I don't know how the casting on GH has been working, but I would be like, if I'm a recast on that show, I would be very nervous. Pray hard. Unless you're um, Cameron Matheson. He ain't going nowhere. But like, if you're a, like, if you're a temp recast, like that's gotta be, that has to be nerve wracking enough. (laughs) But then to know that you could literally be out of a job at any moment, uh, like, yeah. Mm. It would. It generally wouldn't be so jarring if they didn't do it so many times. They should have just stuck with the first one. I didn't hate Holiday. She grew on me, and her and Taj had chemistry. I can't tell you what his chemistry like with with Brooke Ann Smith. It was weird, and we'll see what happens with this one. Yeah, I liked the little bit we got of this one. I'm just hoping we kind of get to see more of her yeah but shall we move on into our critical cases yes all right first up sasha finally confronts gladys but the bitch turns the tables on her and sends her back to Ferncliff. meanwhile nina has looped in sunny and he plans to take care of gladys y'all i've never been so happy and so angry at the same time shoot that bitch in the head i'm tired Cause like I was so I was so excited when Sasha got to confront Gladys. I was living for it. And then I was like, Sasha gets taken to the police station. Okay, this is all part of a plan. We're just trying to get get her to confess. Like this is all fine. We're we're gonna do a bait and switch. We're gonna give her time to be left alone with Dr. Montague, give her time to to hang herself and him. We're not actually sending Sasha back to Ferncliff. We're not actually putting her back in the situation. And here we are. She's back. And I want to cry. I hate it here, y'all. What are your thoughts? I thought we were done. Yeah, I'm just kind of over this whole story. They could write everybody out. And I love Sasha. They could write everybody out. I'm tired. Because at this point, like you, Sasha, you know what Gladys did to you. Why are you trusting her? Which is why I was like, okay, wait, is this a con? This has to be a con. Like, this has to be part of a larger plan. She's not the stupid. She can't be the stupid. Sasha sees the best in everyone, apparently. I wish she would stop. Which is weird, because she came on as a whole con artist. She wasn't good at it. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't even get no money out of Nina. <laughs> but it just, um, it's, 
Like, I really don't have much to say about it. I'm tired. It's The only good thing is that Sunny now knows, and Sunny can make Gladys a funny smell somewhere. That's it. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Like I was so I was so happy that Nina looped him in and that he knows and he's pissed. Like I I was like, yes. This is the one time I'm like, yes, please let Sonny handle this because clearly nothing else is getting the job done. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just ready for it to end. And I don't mean in as in Gladys gets a gets to live another day. She needs to I want her to go to jail, then I want her to die in jail. Like that's no, I, just want her, I just want her dead. And I want her the kind of dead that you can't question if she's dead. You can't magically come back from this. She's dead, dead. Like, like chop does, anybody, her up. does anybody need a heart? Let's take that shit out of her chest. Uh, Jack, De- Jack Devereaux is here to tell you that oh. does not matter. So was Jake Spencer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that has got to go. Does anybody else have anything to add on this before we move into this next equally confusing story? Not really. All right. Drew is sent to GH for treatment, and I think Cyrus is now Pikeman. At least that's the impression that I got. Carly spirals at the hospital as she waits for news on Drew. So, okay. I need clarification on those Cyrus Mason scenes at Pentonville. Have did they basically confirm in those scenes that Cyrus is Pikeman? Um, I still think there's a someone else. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying Cyrus is not involved. I still yeah. think there's someone else because we like when we met Cyrus, we knew he was an arms dealer, in like I think in Canada somewhere. But I think there's someone else involved because I don't remember Cyrus having a specific company. I think he may have gotten involved with Pikeman at some point. But I think there's a third party. I just don't know who. I would hope there's a third party. Is it? Because it, it feels like Cyrus was saying to Mason, I told you to t- give Ava a message. What did she say? And I assume that message was the scenes at the gallery with Ava and Mason where he's like, the boss is very mad. Everything was a lie and the boss is pissed. So at that point, I assumed the boss equal Cyrus. Yeah, it seems like that, but I don't, it's, it's, it seems like that, which makes me think that's not the case, that they're going to swerve us at the last minute. Because I'm I'm confused because I got the impression that Cyrus worked for Pikeman and installed Pikeman in their current position, but was not any longer associated with Pikeman. But now I don't know what the fuck to think. And to be honest, the storyline has gone on way too long for me to care. It's definitely gone on too damn long. Yeah. And... Um. Also, did they kidnap Ava? Someone said that on the timeline, and I'm like, did they? Because I don't remember this, and I was going to ask y'all, because I'm like... Windermere was completely empty, and we know she was there drinking when Mason showed up. She, They were ta- they, like they were arguing. But she wasn't there when they went back, and neither was he. So... Wait, no, okay. someone, someone thought that Nicholas was Pikeman. <laughs> I don't know how they got to that. Or maybe he just had Mason snatch up Ava. Well, yeah, because clear, like, uh, this whole thing is confusing and it's gone on so long that I've just passed the point of caring. Yeah, I watched it. So we talking about we talking about everything but Drew. <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're gonna pivot back there in a second. Um, did Cyrus have Drew beat up? I'd assume so. Because that's what it felt like in the lead up to the attack. But then the way he was acting after, I'm not sure. And now the warden is talking about wanting to get Drew released. So I'm entirely confused. He didn't hit him hard enough. Why is he still alive? (laughs) Because because Cameron Matheson must remain employed. (laughs) 
all because he asked. That's ain't that a bitch? Like, <laughs> what, happened to, what happened power. to job interviews and you picked the best candidate? <laughs> I wish I had that power. Ask for a raise and automatically get one. How nice would that be? Yeah, um, I didn't care. I didn't. I I try with Drew. It's just he's not Drew. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I, I don't care about him and Carly. I don't care about Carly spiraling like it's it's all if you gonna write a character out of character at least make them interesting he ain't even fucking interesting and at least make the reason he's acting out of character make sense but it just doesn't if it didn't i could this is just me i could probably give it a pass if it didn't make sense if it was entertaining it's not entertaining there's nothing about this character that's compelling to watch he's a prop i'm just waiting for them to get a new prop it's so weird because I feel like other okay <laughs> like in general I don't in general like I don't think that the character the in general the character does not work for me just mm-hmm. like as a general statement but I also think that I would be more open to him if he were not supposed to be true like if he were just some random new character I think I would have a lot less trouble accepting how he appears on my screen yeah but telling I'm him not, that, I'm not saying I'd that, like him but it would be easier to digest yeah, yeah it, would, it, would be, it wouldn't be I don't think I would be as resistant yeah because it's like you're t- just no <laughs> like, and it's been that way for a minute like it's it's been that way almost since it started out and like when it started out I think we were all like okay he, he's been imprisoned he's been held hostage he's he's traumatized he's been through some stuff we can accept some personality changes out of that but I don't know this man like honestly they could come in and tell me tomorrow that this is not drew this is some random dude that has got a chip in his head with all of drew's memories and i would be like you know what okay (laughs) i would wholeheartedly accept that because i don't (laughs) this is drew lavery like i don't know who this dude is and it's just it's not it doesn't work it doesn't work. It hasn't worked, and I don't foresee a way for them to make it work. So I'm yeah. just like, mm. like with when Billy Miller was in the role, I didn't care for Drew, but Drew felt like an actual character. He he felt separate from Jason. He felt separate from Sonny and Carly. Drew doesn't even feel like Jason. He just feels like an appendage for Carly. And whatever it is she's doing at that moment, but it like he doesn't even feel like he really exists. He feels like an imaginary friend. It's weird. Like it's just. And I wonder if that's because like Billy made acting choices to make it separate, and Cameron's just kind of coasting with the writing. Maybe, but I think I think even if the I think if the writing at least met him halfway, it wouldn't be so bad, but they just don't do that. Like, oh, they're talking about the thing was, oh, we can't let Carly go to prison. She has two young kids. Nigga, so do you. Right? My bad. (laughs) (laughs) So do you. Like, and you, you had a baby. You lost so much time with her. She doesn't know you. And you, oh, I'm gonna go to jail to protect Carly. Fuck you. You act like your brother, but not really. It's weird. Like, it's just. And it may, and considering that they made it a point to say that the very thing that made Drew not Jason was the fact that he wanted to distance himself from Carly and Sonny. 
once they revealed the true Jason of it all, to then have Drew be so far up both of their asses that he's willing to go to jail for Carly just completely does not make sense. The minute he came back and they acted like they were just BFFs forever, that's when I knew that this was going to be not a mess. Carly and Sonny barely blink when that man's plane crash. Like, let's be let's be clear. They had their Jason and they were cool with it. I'm like, oh, shit happens. That, that's what that's the energy they were given when Drew disappeared. I don't know who they trying to fool, but it ain't never worked on me. <laughs> I don't think it, it's worked on anybody in the audience, to be honest. And you didn't have to do that. You could have you could have gotten Drew to a place where he was if you wanted to put Drew and Carly together, you could have gotten Drew to a place where he was good with Carly organically without completely rewriting the history. Yeah, they could have eventually gotten there. Like, tell an actual story. Yeah. Uh, give us a journey. I would have... Like, to be honest, Drew should have been Jasper Jack's light. Yeah. I don't like Sonny. I can't stand him. I got a little bit of money. Stay away from his ass. Like, that's <laughs> that's that's what it should have been. This don't make sense. None of it. Shall we move on to another story that maybe makes a little bit more sense then? Sure. (laughs) The jury's still out on whether it makes sense, but I'm entertained. So, (laughs) Valentine buys a house for him and Charlotte, hoping to figure out her motives for framing Anna. And Charlotte seems to have been activated by Victor using tarot cards. Is that the impression that I'm getting here? Maybe. Yeah, this is the house is nice. I love the house. (laughs) Yeah. So, are we to assume that? he wasn't actually meeting pikeman when anna followed him he was meeting a realtor because that's the same house oh i don't i don't know i think it's just the same set what set is that it was bothering me it looks like the new quarter main set it does it just looks like they took some of the windows and walls out yeah, that's that's what it was giving me vibes of. Was the new quarter main set? What are they calling it? The solarium or something? Yeah, unless yeah. it's unless it's new completely. Yeah, it ain't no telling because yeah, Frankie making miracles. <laughs> got that damn pool still. Remember, <laughs> Frank said you're gonna see this pool in the winter yep. time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out that. The Metro Court pool is not only lo- is not only just located on the roof. There is also an enclosure. <laughs> oh yeah, it, w- it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> but um, I'm Charlotte's scaring me in a good way. Yeah, she's definitely giving Helena's descendant. Yeah, and I'm I'm intrigued. Where are they going with this? Is she gonna go full on? Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I wouldn't hate it. And it seems like the only thing they are not tying to her is the shooting. But based on that little montage they did in the middle of the week, it feels like they are saying that Charlotte not only tossed the hotel room, she also set the fire. Maybe I could buy she set the fire. And it's, I don't mind it because Charlotte. Kids play with matches all the time. Because Charlotte definitely has motive to be like, I don't, I don't under, like, because Valentine has not been an active presence in her life for one reason or another. And a couple of those reasons lead back to Anna. So in her mind, I can see her wanting to sort of remove Anna from the picture. I just wasn't expecting this. To be honest, it doesn't seem like she hates Anna. It seems... It's such a weird... Because if you go back to when Anna was shot and those scenes with other Charlottes, 
she didn't have a problem with Anna at all. As a matter of fact, she was very worried about her. She cared about her a lot. She was like upset. Yeah. This so is stemming from me, boarding school, I so think. For, no, but this was after boarding school. Oh. When Anna got shot, when she when she came to the hospital right before Greenland. So you're thinking Victor sent this to her in his will? Yeah, it has yeah. to be because she literally said, I hate him in those scenes. She said, I hate Victor? Yes. Yeah. I think and I and Valentine was like, I don't want you to hate. And he gave her like this whole talk about how um, he didn't want her to carry like that kind of anger or because it ruined you or whatever. And she was like, well, don't ask me to like him because I can't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, like, right now, it seems like she's concerned about it's a Yeah, it's a complete, like, 180 from the relationship that they had and the feelings that we saw her have on screen towards Anna. Mm-hmm. So I need them to just... I can completely buy, like, it's Cassidine weirdness. I yeah. Yeah, because I'll be honest, I was getting brainwashed vibes. Yeah, when she, I, w- when she was staring off in the distance at whatever, I think what Valentine said was going to end up being like a tennis court or the path to the stables where her horse is. It, it, either she saw something or heard something that triggered her, and she went into a um, and she went into a flashback. And, like, I can see it because that's the kind of thing Victor would do. Because, like, the only person that Valentin would conceivably put above Anna would be Charlotte. And he's been obsessed with Anna for decades, and Victor knows that. And having her and having to lose her, that's like, yeah. And and that's Cassadine one oh one. Let's I wanna break him. And the only way I can break him is to take the woman he loves. And we do know that he used like we know that Drew was brainwashed via tarot card, so yep. but the the one thing about um Charlotte is it doesn't seem like she's angry at Anna. It seems like she's genuinely concerned. Like she thinks she thinks Anna's in danger. Cause, like, it it almost feels like she's trying to warn Anna about something, but she doesn't know what it is. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out, like, if it's is like, are the cards twisting her, or like, what's? Does she not remember what she did? Yeah, I think she's conflicted and doesn't know why. Yeah, because she doesn't seem like she doesn't seem vengeful. She seems. Like things are just happening, and she's she's kind of concerned, but not angry at Anna. So that's why I'm so curious because I was expecting her to be like twirling her mustache in private, and outside of the tarot cards itself, it she seems like she's trying to figure out what's going on with Anna. Except for a couple moments in the scenes with Valentine, there were a couple little comments she made about Anna that felt like they could go a mean way. Mm-hmm. I remember those, yeah. So it's like it, it it's almost, and I, I I hate to say these words, it's almost like a like a split personality in a sense, or because it's like it, it feels like two different people in a weird way. Yeah, I like I can I could definitely see that. She it it just something's a bit off. But you're not sure if it's all the way off. Like it's just, it's like she's like walking a very fine line. Um, and um, Scarlett Fernandez is doing a really good job because I I'm enjoying watching her, but I genuinely don't know what Charlotte's train of thought is. Yeah. Now, does the fact that you don't know does that make it harder for you to enjoy the story, or does that make you enjoy it more? I think I enjoy it more because. I know who her I know who her father is. I know who her grandparents are. And I know what they're capable of. So I'm waiting I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop where she just goes stark raving mad. But I feel like I don't think that's going to happen. 
because we did say when they got Charlotte out of that boarding school that there is no way that she came out of that unscathed. We don't know what was going on in that school. Yeah, and may- maybe Victor just waited until after he died to to, to activate tr- her to trigger her. Yeah, yeah, because it it feels weird, but not in a not in a um unpleasant way at all. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to add on this story before we get to the story we've all been dying to talk about? The only thing that's bothering me about it is him acting like Anna wouldn't absolutely do whatever to protect Charlotte. Yeah. That's the part of the story that is not landing for me. Especially after the Peter of it all. She protected that man from way worse. She no, would absolutely she would absolutely understand Valentine's inclination to protect Charlotte and she would want to protect Charlotte too. And maybe if they sat down and had a conversation about it, they would both realize that this doesn't feel like something Charlotte would do and they could figure out the true motivations. But you're right, that that is not landing well at all. I think I think he's scared of what's happening. And I think that I think that's why, and I think it's only because it's attached to Charlotte. I think when Valentine has been scared before, he would ha- he had no problem telling Anna, but when it comes to Charlotte, I think that's the one thing he probably he doesn't know which way to go. Also, too, I think he probably thinks if he tells Anna, Anna's going to do the thing that she would that Anna's going to do the thing that he doesn't want her to do and remove herself from the situation. Yeah, hundred. She would a thousand percent do that, and, and I, think I don't that's think why he's shutting up because I don't think he wants to lose her. He wants to figure out a way to help Charlotte without losing Anna. And in order for him to do that, in his mind, he has to stay quiet because telling her means Anna will remove herself from the situation. Yep, she would do it in a heartbeat. I just need him to vocalize that. Yeah, it's. I mean, like I, I will say, I'm interested in the story, and I'm like invested in seeing where it's going so like that's good and (laughs) so and like so far there's nothing happening that is like completely wild and where I'm like oh no this is this is totally like out of left field so yeah Yeah. I'm liking where I'm, I'm enjoying this one So far, we're so far. <laughs> at this point. We have to, we have we have to hedge our bets. I'm knocking on my computer as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we move on to the storyline? I think we are all the most excited about. Yes, okay. we can. All right. Spencer and Trina finally get some alone time, and it was absolutely perfect. We had first I love yous and their first time, and it was damn near perfection. And I am a very happy Sabrina fan. How are y'all feeling? I, I'm just I loved it. I, I feel like it took us way too long to get here. Yes, yeah, yes. Not, not every, not all good things come to those who wait. We shouldn't have to wait that damn long. But it. But like they they delivered. They owed us and they made good on it. So Yeah. Because yeah. we got we got we got a hell of a love scene and we got wine and dined. It wasn't just, you know Yeah, it wasn't wham bam, thank you, ma'am. It was it was it was it was it was slow. It was drawn out. It wasn't like it didn't wasn't that slow, but it like it was it wasn't there was rushed. anticipation there was yeah. anticipation and the anticipation damn near killed me and them <laughs> <laughs> that little um i um i was telling nick that their little back and forth when they were at dinner i love it it was giving they hit like all of your rom-com beats because it was like really flirty witty banter mm-hmm. the post they, i love you banter and then they dovetailed into the heartfelt confessions where spencer was like i've loved you since the first moment that i saw you 
Mm-hmm. And like, that's how you do it. Like, that's what we've been asking for. And you it knew when, so he, when he said that, you knew he meant that. Because we were all watching when Spencer showed up and he was immediately smitten with Trina. Yep. So we're finally getting to the point where they're both saying it because they said it to other people, but they're saying it to each other now. And it was, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I, I'm, 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 I'm a Sprina stand again, y'all. <laughs> it took, it took a long ass time. Except we finally folded. Yeah, I was hanging on by a thread because good God, it has been rough. But it, it was so good. And I'm just, what I'm really excited about is just seeing Trina loved on and yeah. adored and admired and supported. I'm like, I need I need this consistently. Like even this even the stuff with her and Joss. I'm like <gasps> Can we was, talk about that? That was so cute. It was so like, cute to see them being girls yeah. and being excited for her and I'm like there like, was a heel turn on the writing for Joss this week that I 100% approve of because I saw it here and I saw it again in the scenes with Ava but here in especially in those scenes before like when when she thought New York wasn't happening and Joss was like you know you don't have to make the best of everything it's okay to be pissed I was, I was like said that. I was like finally someone said it and I immediately thought of New Year. I immediately thought of you, Nick. I was like, "Oh, Nick is gonna love that line." <laughs> I did because I'm because like I said, I'm pissed and I'm not gonna be quiet about it. <laughs> but yeah, she has every she would have she would have had every right to be in her feelings if it didn't go through. But I'm glad it did. Damn, Esme and that baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the way they played those scenes were so oh, they were so good and like. Nicholas Alexander Chavez was acting with his whole body and I appreciate Uh that so much specifically the scene where Trina comes in first comes into the room and she's wearing her pink dress and he just you literally you saw him stop breathing you literally see her take his breath away it is so oh that's what I'm talking. Give me that. That's was, what I'm talking about. And then the the scene where he's like, he where like he mentioned the necklace, and she's like, "What necklace?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like they, whoever was responsible, thank you. That's all I can say because I don't know what's coming next, and that's what scares me. But um. <laughs> While we're here, I'm going to enjoy it. Because we literally got everything we have been begging for for six months. For longer, to be honest. But I mean, true. But we've really been asking for it post-Greenland. Like like it's amped up since then. Yeah. And we finally got it. To be honest, it's, it's genuinely reminded me of how obsessive Spencer seemed to be with Trina when he first met her. Like he's all about her constantly and it showed in what he did like can we get more romance like that across the canvas yes and it's and i love that they let spencer be rich enough to woo her and that trina was good with being wooed yeah yeah no we ain't gotta go to turks and caicos but new york is good (laughs) (laughs) And shout out to whatever set they used for New York. Um, I I, I don't know where like what set that was. It looked like the set of The Bachelor. I'm not gonna lie. Because <laughs> like the twinkle lights, they had me at the twinkle lights. I hollered at the H and M, the big ass H and M sign back there. <laughs> Listen, you you do whatever brand deal you got to do to get the bills paid. <laughs> but it was so good and. I just hope it's still good when they come home. I'm scared. Can we also talk about like the love scene itself and how tasteful it was? Yeah. Yeah. For it being a a first love scene for both of them, they took very good care of both of them. Tabby in particular, like they didn't, it wasn't too much. It was just enough. You still got to feel their connection throughout the entire thing. And 
Sabrina fans are amazing because they found so many callbacks to her dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Also, like, okay, and this may be like a very weird thing, but as a black girl who does not pass the paper bag test, I love how beautiful Trina's skin looked in those scenes. The lighting. Yeah, I was, was thinking that. So good. And we don't get that a no. lot. Shout out to Lauren a lot. <laughs> okay. Like, they don't always get that right. So, like, to see her skin just glowing and glistening and beautiful, like, oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it I, so much. I remember when she walked in the room, I'm like, damn, the lighting is really good in here. Like, they, you could tell they put effort and thought and care into those scenes yeah and i need them to start doing that with everything on this show put care and consideration into everything you do and you could probably take us halfway halfway there with a bullshit story i'm not lying if you just put care and consideration into what you're doing someone paid attention to who these characters were who these actors were and played their strengths very well and it worked like a charm it worked so well and like I just loved everything about it and the fact that they got to just kind of be themselves and like once they got to New York there was no bullshit to interrupt them like it was just about them and also shout out to GH also for embracing 2023 and giving us a modern FaceTime call like, we don't oh, yeah. get that on soaps. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's, it's those little things that are just so good. And I loved, I know we talked about it earlier, but the whole, like, Joss just being supportive of Trina and being excited for her. Like, I'm sorry, Trina, like, when she was waiting for Spencer to come back with the tickets and just taking a moment to FaceTime Joss and be like, girl, look at this. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> I loved it, like, because yeah. they they felt like they felt like they were they're not teenagers anymore, they're but it felt like yeah, they felt like girlfriends. And the I'm amount like, of time, the amount of times my best friend has has Facetimed me just to show me where she is because she it was too amazing for her to be able to take in by herself. It felt real in that moment, and yeah, I loved that. Like, and... thing is also it was one thing. Um, I don't know if I liked it or didn't. When Spencer said he was going to leave to go get the tickets, Trina seemed like kind of like disappointed immediately. And you could tell that she was she's waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I'm glad it didn't. But I'm, that also um, makes me wonder, like, what's happening when they return? Um, like, is she going to be like constantly on eggshells wondering if something bad's going to happen, wondering if someone's going to interrupt them or like, I'm curious. I'm like, I think that, I don't know if it was like a, a seed planted, but I'm curious to see if they expand upon that. See, I just thought that was her nerves. Like that she, like she was freaking out. Cause they're like, wait, like I thought that was just her nerves. I didn't, that didn't even connect for me, but that could, possibly be somewhere where we go but I hope not like I'm going to trust in the words that were spoken I don't know if it was by Tabby or by Nick I forget in Soap Opera Digest where they said that like Spencer and Trina are going to be closer together after their time in New York rather than further apart I hope that is true and also on a completely superficial level Tabiana looks amazing in pink she does. She does. Were either one of you reminded of her nurse's ball dress? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I was like, this is giving nurse's ball and I don't hate it. <laughs> oh my I just, God. I just loved like, I liked everything about it. There was, there was just so, so, so much. We deserved this moment. We waited a long time for this moment. We deserved it. They deserved it. And we need to stay in this happy little place. 
because it was just oh god it was so good and I think that's kind of like why every other story this week was kind of meh for me because honest and truly the only thing I gave a damn about was Sprina I watched Sprina live two days in a row (laughs) and y'all know I don't do GH live ever (laughs) yeah they were they were definitely worth it and they they lived up to the hype which I, which made me nervous because I didn't think as long as we've been waiting as much bullshit has been pulled I didn't know this show could pull it off like I didn't I did not have faith in Tabiana and Nicholas I didn't have faith in the show so now that you've proven that I should have faith in you don't fuck it up again and let's let's hope that Chris and Dan were watching and see how it's supposed to be done and keep it going I don't want him back. I don't want him back. I don't want him back. Like these writers aren't perfect, but they've gotten more right than wrong for me. Yeah, I think the only major misstep I've had with these particular writers is the Sasha stuff. Yeah, because good God. Which is it's funny that that because I think we were talking about it in our podcast group chat about how like they got something so right but then the sauce like we were talking about how the sasha stuff i think dylan you were saying in the group chat that like as good as this was they have also given us some not so good stuff and i said literally in the same episode because the sasha and fern clip stuff is some bullshit yeah and yeah it's like they said we got to put it in this episode that's only way we can get people to watch it <laughs> <laughs> Because I guarantee you've had it aired on another day outside of Sprita. I would have fast-forwarded. Yeah, and I'm assuming that's the exact same reason that Finn and Liz aired where they did this week, but that's all I'll say on that for now. (laughs) (laughs) They snuck that shit in there so... You sneaky bitches. (laughs) Shall we move into making the rounds? Sure. Okay. All right. We've got the walls are closing in on Nina as Michael is determined to find out who blew the whistle to the SEC. Sunny and Nina decide to elope. Willow has a nightmare about Harmony. I don't know why she was back, nor do I care. Finn and Liz share a shower. Don't care about that either. Brooklyn signs Blaze as Blaze and Christina continue to flirt. Eddie Main sings at the Savoy, and Olivia is conflicted about falling for him. Dylan, why don't you start us off? What is your making the rounds pick? Um, I guess my making the rounds pick is going to be the walls closing in on Nina. Um, again, as I'm team, everybody sucks. <laughs> I I am thoroughly enjoying everybody getting what's coming to them. Drew, your dumbass wouldn't be locked up right now. Stupid. Had you, uh, hey, that's what you get. That's Stupid why you in here without your spleen or whatever it is that's bothering you now. Like, <laughs> I, hey, play prison games, win prison prizes. Don't drop the soap, buddy. I don't know what else to tell you. Like this whole thing with Nina, had you minded, you had won. Had you minded your business? Yeah, you wouldn't be living on borrowed time. Hey, Michael, yours has got to be coming because you're the only person that has gotten like to skate and that doesn't sit well with my spirit. So like, I don't know when, I don't know how. Oh, oh, I do know how actually Sonny's going to find out he was plodding on him. And, And Sonny, hey, all that reaping you was doing now you finna sell i'm i'm carly's get it i'm very happy i am i am exquisitely happy right now everybody's house of cards are are tumbling down and i'm thoroughly enjoying it so I, i just hope that this two weeks or however long they're planning this out is actually two weeks and not yeah supposedly their wedding is the week of october 9th according to spoilers do they actually get married that i don't know yeah yeah i don't think so because i keep seeing wedding and not marriage yeah i feel like either either carly 
or Michael or both of them are going to fly down to Puerto Rico and interrupt this wedding to drop the to drop the bomb on them. And I'm gonna make sure I stay off Twitter that day because I <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it. Let me watch the show piece. I don't need the think pieces. I just don't. <laughs> oh, I can already see them coming because people because people are already bitching about how all Nina did was was turn you know was turn in somebody for committing a crime. She shouldn't be the one vilified. And I said whether she should be or not is not the argument. The point is, this is exactly what the show is going to do, so prepare yourself. Well, when you marry into a family of criminals, yes, you're going to be vilified for reporting a crime. That's usually how it works. (laughs) (laughs) It's how they make their living. That's how Sonny does, and the rest of them benefit from it. Uh, Sonny is going to be screaming, you betrayed me over a Puerto Rican sunrise at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I don't listen. I don't. Sunny's been. Sunny's made some weird choices where his relationship with Nina is concerned that definitely feel a little uh, to me. To me, feel 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 a little out of character. So, like, part of me is would not be surprised if we get like a Brenda at the altar redo moment where he doesn't turn on her because like remember when oh okay we're talking about we're talking about the 2010 wedding okay because yeah. I thought we were going he always leaves me standing in the rain no, no. but so I, I wouldn't be surprised entirely surprised but I and I'm not even like I'm not even expecting like major fireworks. I'm thinking more like a quiet walkout, if anything. Yeah, which is almost going to be worse. Yeah, because if Sunny ain't got nothing to say, damn, you really fucked up. <laughs> but like at this point, I just want to see it. I, I just the, the 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 more miserable they are, the more this pleases me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, bring it on. <laughs> Yeah, and and you could tell like they are definitely like it's almost like when they, you give somebody their last meal before you're about to execute them. That's where I feel like we are with Nina. Like they're putting her in all the happy places and all the good things only to have everything taken away from her. Yeah. Because like even like Willow and Drew were talking about how good things are with Nina now and like Nina's been respecting boundaries she's been calling first all the things and then they're going to find this out and she's going to be back to square negative three not even zero like she's going to be all the way back to the beginning But for me, my making the rounds pick, I think, is going to be Eddie Main sings at the Savoy and Olivia is conflicted about falling for him. I'm going to keep saying it. I cannot believe how much I have pivoted on this story and I am now starting to enjoy it. I am enjoying Olivia and Eddie falling for each other and Olivia being conflicted because she doesn't know what that means because she doesn't want that to mean that she doesn't accept that Ned's not coming home and I'm really curious where Lois is going to fit into all of this because she's coming soon like the week of October 9th soon so I'm really curious where this is going to go where do y'all think this Lois thing is going um I don't I think Lois is going to factor in, but like not as much as people think, because I don't think Rena's staying and I don't, I don't think she's going to be like on contract. I think she's. Yeah. Rena made it very clear when she left Bolt that contracts were not a thing she wanted. Anything she was going to do with GH was going to be a very limited engagement. Yeah. So I think she's just visiting. I think she's probably going to give some insight into Eddie Maine. Um, probably gonna get flashbacks and stuff um i i do like i've always liked olivia and ned i didn't always like what they wrote for them but i liked their initial romance i liked when they got together um i like their dynamic i like their dynamic with leo i like their dynamic with all their children together we don't see it as much but we should um and i'm i'm enjoying this this is the kind of the bright spot in this story for me um 
but yeah, it, it is what it is. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm just curious to see how it plays out. Same. And with that, we can move into our praise or shade. Nick, are you praising or shading? I'm going praise. And um, it's everything to do with Spencer and Trina. Um, from the writing to the directing, the acting, Tabiana and Nick did their thing. Um, the lighting, like the wardrobe, like everything like kind of like came together in a perfect way. And I didn't expect that because I think my expectations were in the shitter. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and, and they not only surpassed my expectations, but they exceeded them far beyond what I expected. Um, and if you set the bar that high, I'm gonna be a lot hard on you moving forward. I'm just saying, like, don't fuck it up. Yeah. The bar it's... is no longer in hell. You are no longer going to treat it as such. Yeah. Like if if when you give me bargain basement shit, I can't expect nothing but bargain basement shit. But when you give me something that good and that deliberately, I'm gonna expect it out of you every time. So if you listening. Chris and Dan, do your fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, what about you? Are you praising or shading? I'm praising and I'm on the same train Nick is on. Like everything related to Spencer and Trina this week was just perfect. Like, ugh. like I this is what we've been asking for, honestly. Like yeah. across the board, like this is what we've been asking for, and they delivered. And I'm like Nick, y'all have shown that you can deliver, so that is the expectation going forward. Yep. Going forward, we're going forward. Okay. <laughs> we are no longer stuck. So we are out of like, neutral. This is this this is what I want for my babies going forward, and like I I want more of this. I don't want this to be just like a one-time, you know, oh, special thing for their first time. No, no, I want, I want this. Yeah, please only to be like Greenland. Yeah, like I want this consistently because you've shown me you can do it and there's no reason not to deliver on a consistent basis. So that's like where I am now, but I, I love them this week they were both so good and the scenes were amazing and just they put me in my happy place so yeah that's my yeah. praise i am co-signing and praising all things sprina right along with both of you because it was so good it was everything we have been asking for for forever and we finally got it and it was so nice to even have a couple of things in regards to Trina be addressed before we got into the Sabrina stuff like when Jocelyn said you don't have to always make everything okay you're allowed to be upset I was so happy that it was actually acknowledged on screen because it felt like we were screaming that into the void these last few weeks on the podcast but nobody was acknowledging it on screen and that's all we've ever wanted and it finally happened. And then we go into the Spencer and Trina stuff. And Trina felt like she was being treated like a queen that she is. And it was just so nice to see. It was just nice to just let Sprina be Sprina. Yeah. There was yeah. there was nothing to stop them from being themselves. And now that you have shown us what they're like together we are not going to tolerate any more fuck shit keeping them apart so fix it but i am staying in my happy place and going to praise all things spencer and trina does anybody else have any final thoughts one thing trina wore him out <laughs> <laughs> yeah she did yeah. <laughs> they was huff well he was huffing the puff and she was fine like she was like oh that was good he was like i didn't expect it to be like this <laughs> said wow i have no words for you <laughs> that was funny it, i hollered <laughs> like why he breathing so hard you all right sir <laughs> did they go again i think they went again 
And again. I'm pretty sure they win a couple times. <laughs> they were making up for lost time. Mm-hmm. And that's why and that's was why I said last week that I, and I'm gonna say it again. Like now that they have been together in this way, I don't see either one of them not wanting to spend every waking second doing the same thing. So it's like that would be funny. <laughs> 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 I can imagine now, Joss. Girl, you doing it again? Like you ain't sore. <laughs> Listen, at the way that Joss and Dex go at it, Joss will understand. It'll be like, honey, I get it. Trust me, I, I get it. It was my first few times with Dex. We did it over and over again. <laughs> Shoot, Trina said, "I'm gonna break you off. Let me be your motivation." <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm ex I'm excited to see what comes next for them. Yeah, me too. All right, and on that note, we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Later, y'all.